Hello and welcome back to the ET Enthusiast. I'm Wesley Boudelier and we are here with somebody who uh, was not directly working on the film but is carrying on the legacy of ET and of someone who was instrumental in making ET what it was and um, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this but she you could technically make the case that she is ET's sister because her father is directly responsible for creating ET, Carlo Rambaldi. We are here with Daniela Rambaldi. How are you? Hi, Wesley. I'm fine, thank you. Hello, everyone. It is great it's a to pleasure speak to with be you. here. Yes, thank you so much for doing this. I uh, was already commenting on your shrine back there. You got um, several awesome uh, photographs from uh, over the years. There's a great one of your dad uh, lighting a yeah, cigarette actually, for ET. <laughs> That one, that one has Steven's autograph on it. Wow, I think I've seen and maybe a photocopy of that on uh, online. That, that one um, has Steven's autograph on it and it says, uh, to Carlos, cigarette smoking is hazardous, so pull the cord that will prevent him from inhaling. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a reference to like the actual uh, puppet of E.T.? Is there a cord that would... <laughs> do something um, like that well uh, you know it's I think he he really meant um for my father to stop smoking oh, yeah. <laughs> because my father was a terrible smoker so it was in connection to to that gotcha that's a that's a great photo though I love lighting up a cigarette for ET and then you got yeah. him uh, uh receiving his Oscar as well <laughs> yes that one um Actually, I'm not sure if that one was um, for, yeah, that one was for ET, actually. Yes, it is. I was going to say, we got we to gotta specify because there's, there's multiple. Yeah, there. there's three what's, of them. So what's the, uh, what's the figure there, the, um, the ET figure you have? Because I don't, I don't um, think I've ever seen that one. Mm -hmm. This one? Yeah. This one is, um, wow. is actually a, a replica of the original one um, that the foundation uses when we do the exhibits and especially when we tour schools. Wow, that's amazing. So um, to avoid bringing the original ones around, um, we, we did a replica. That's a great idea. Was this made yeah. with like, maybe like the same like mold or anything? Um, Actually, this was done by our um, foundation um, studios, mm -hmm. and it is a digital uh, recreation. Oh, wow. And this is actually a 3D, um, 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 how do you like, say it? I'm like 3, 3D printed? Exactly. A 3D printer, yes. Awesome. That looks incredible. That's uh, mm -hmm. that's. Better than you can buy in a store anywhere, I can tell you that. Yes, actually, um, we had this um, from the measurements were from the original uh, prints. Wow. So this is the closest that you can yeah. get to, to the real one. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. Um, I'll let you would... know when we put it in production. Oh, yeah, I definitely need one of those. <laughs> I... Uh... I have quite the, uh, you probably can't see from me covering it, but I have quite the uh, shelf yeah, full of ETs. Have a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not, nothing quite that good though. Um, so uh, rewinding a little bit, um, I, 
I, uh, I don't, I don't know how old you are. I don't want to ask you that, but I'm 52. That's fine. I'm 52. (laughs) Okay. So you were, you were around during, uh, when ET was first made. Yes, I was. Because celebrating its 40th, that that was, uh, that's what I was wondering. So were you, Mm -hmm. were you kind of, uh, alongside your dad seeing ET kind of take shape? Yes, actually, actually, when my father started working on, um, on the ET model in clay, um, I was called in his lab and he wanted to know my impression on, you know, what emotions would this creature, um, what would I see? What, what, what were my impressions? And I said, well, daddy, it's, um, it's kind of ugly, but <laughs> it has, <laughs> um, it's kind of ugly, but I like the fact that you know, he's, he doesn't have any legs. And so that had a sense of innocence, you know, he couldn't run away. And the, the part that I liked the most actually was his behind, which was a little <laughs> bit like Donald Duck. Yeah. Oh, it is. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. See, he does have a and very said, funny butt. <laughs> yes. So I said, he's ugly, but I, yeah, I like him. Uh, I'm not scared. I wasn't scared of him. It was, I was very, uh, my emotions were positive. That's great. So, um, we, so you were, uh, I know your cat at the time was part of the inspiration for the design of ET. Yeah, actually, uh, that my cat influenced very much, um, ET's eyes. Yeah. Uh, My father, my father loved this, um, Himalayan, uh, blue point, uh cat we had her name was Kika and her eyes were just very 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 particular they they had an innocence to to them that um my father really really loved and so yeah he was inspired by by her for his eyes that's fantastic um when when he was working on on ET or on anything um was there a lot of like back and forth between like oh, Spielberg doesn't like this. He wants more of this or something like that. Like, were you privy to any of that? Um, well, when he was working on E.T., they had several meetings with, uh, with Steven um, from the first sketch. My father was called in the project while um, another team had already worked on an E.T. model. So my father came in later on um, to redesign the entire the entire project, and of course, Stephen gave my father inputs on what you know the creature this 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 alien um, should should look like. And so, after reading the script over and over and figuring out all the actions that um, this mechatronic actor needed to play out. Um, my father started working on a model pretty much this, just a little bit bigger than this one, which is the one I was called in to, to see. Mm -hmm. And when Spielberg saw it, he said, perfect. It's exactly what I meant. And then from then on it's history. So, wow. So man, so not only do you have to, he would have to create what this creature is going to look like, but then you also have to think about how is this thing going to move? Like, how are we going to hide things to make it move? Exactly. Exactly. That was a big challenge um, back then. Yeah. And um, 
I remember that when it premiered um, on June 11th of um, 82 at the Dome Theater, um, when the movie was over, there was a journalist that asked my father, Carlo, everyone is coming out of the theater with tears in their eyes. Did you cry? And my father said, actually, I would have cried if E.T. had not worked on the set. <laughs> so, yeah. um, wow. It's, um, so was all of, uh, I'm sure there's so many like tests and stuff that you have to do to make sure that something this like sophisticated is working before you go on set. Was all of that done like at your home? Um, and in the lab, uh, my father worked with, um, I believe they were 12 operators. Each one had a um, cable that he was responsible for and everything needed to be coordinated. So um, there was a lot of practice um, for each action that ET um, needed to play out. There was a lot of practice in coordinating all the movements. Yes. Wow. Um, did you ever get to go uh, on the set when they were filming? Were you ever uh, hanging around there? Um, I wasn't able to go on the set. Um, the set was a very uh, blocked out area. Yeah, um, I've heard it was very uh, like secretive and kind of uh, yes, locked down. Very much. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, even while my father was holding E.T. in the lab, um, no one was allowed to go in and only the people that worked with my father. Wow. And at night, my father would put him in a secret room <laughs> with a lock on because on the contract with Universal, my father was totally responsible for not showing him or not letting anything out. Wow. And I'm assuming so, he I'm assuming he did that did that well. Like I don't I wasn't uh I wasn't born at the time, but I'm uh I'm assuming there probably were not any leaks or anything like hey this nothing is... at all. <laughs> nothing at all. It, it was um, a yeah, little easier very... back then with no internet. I can't imagine how hard it exactly. would be now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And besides, my my father's lab was in a, um, you know, in a in a neighborhood where it wasn't really in the center of Los Angeles. So it was very mm. secretive. Yes. Wow. So was your father on, was he on set a lot? Was he uh, yes, doing he a was... lot of the actual puppeteering? Yes, exactly. He was, he supervised every shot um, where ET was in action. Wow. He was responsible. If there was a problem, they needed to fix it right there. And then, um, the production had already, uh, had problems with the timing because when they started filming in the beginning, um, they had already lost a lot of months. So when my father, um, came into the project, he only had six months to make the CT. Wow. So, you from know, scratch from the bottom there was up. really exactly the the margins of error were really, really, really low. So my father had to make sure that everything turned out perfect at the end of the day. So he was on set the entire time when he, he was acting. Yeah. Wow. Um, were, were there ever any moments that you heard about where something went wrong? I'm, I'm assuming nothing catastrophic, but <laughs> was no, there ever? nothing catastrophic. Um, no, nothing catastrophic. <laughs> uh, everything, everything went quite well. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly with the, the Oscar to show for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, did, uh, did you guys, I know you're, 
you're in possession of some some stuff now but um did your did your father keep any like did did he get to keep like a full animatronic or was that like property of yes. universal or no actually um by contract the image of et is copyright of universal but all right. the me mechatronics uh, mechanics and all those projects remained copyright of my father so wow. we do have the animatronic. Um, I'm sure you've seen it on on the on the Instagram or Facebook on the foundation social media, and we do have that one. We also have um, a full image, a full actually ET, the one that was used in the closet. You know mm -hmm. when he's with all those um, toys. Yeah, and then. Um, we have the one with the heart. Mm -hmm. We have the one with the heart. And then we also have a head that was used on different ETs, depending on what uh, facial expressions were, were needed in that scene. Wow. And all, all of this is, 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 being, um, is being worked on for, you know, to stop the decaying of time. So yeah. we have it in uh, we have it in Milan right now. It's going through a restoration process, a very conservative restoration process, wow. and we might be having a, an exhibit in LA in November. Wow, that would be incredible. We get everything ready. Yes, I was gonna say because I've seen some pictures you guys have where it's like a full ET, and I've seen some where you do get some of that decaying, like you said, lawyer. It's like just the face, maybe. And, mm -hmm. but I, I mean, that's part of it with uh, like, I, I don't know the exact materials to you of, because. Um, well, back then um, they didn't have any, any long lasting, um, you know, like silicone and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. So um, latex, foam latex was used for the skin. Yeah. And, you know, after 40 years, <laughs> I mean, we age so yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine you can just imagine and you know they were kept very safely um in um wooden cases but mm -hmm. still when we opened them about three years ago even just getting the air um the latex started to brittle yeah you know it was like you touched it and it was like touching uh sand you know it yeah. turning to sand in your hands so it was a it was totally necessary to stop this process and um and all the all the uh cracks are mm -hmm. being filled up so you know we're trying to do the best we can to save whatever is uh, is left yeah no that's great I had no idea you guys were uh restoring them like that but that's that's exciting yeah, yeah very um, exciting I know they have a full ET at the uh, the Oscars. The, uh, they they just opened like an Academy Museum, but I, mm -hmm. I I may be wrong here. I don't know that that one was like a screen used ET. It looks a little off to me. <laughs> yes, um, I think it's one of those they used when they had the ET attraction at Universal Studios. Oh, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's that one because to my knowledge, all the ETs that were used on set, um, my father uh, had them on consignment. Yeah. So um, yeah, I believe that one is one from 
from the the ET ride at Universal. That would make a lot of sense. I know they probably. I don't know if they fess up that that it's that it's from there at the Oscar Museum or not. But um. No. It, yeah. Exactly. It doesn't say it's from there, but um, I'm pretty sure it is, unless unless it's just the one that was used for the lighting. You oh know, right, right. There was an you know just a just a, an empty one without without any mechatronics inside, but. I do remember there was one that it was used for for the lighting. So oh, it could that be would, that, that or would the make ones. a lot of sense. I'll find yeah. out when I go. I yeah. haven't seen that personally yet, but <laughs> no, friends I of mine have sent me pictures. Yeah, I haven't seen it in person, but I've uh, when they showed the little clip of it telling people to go there during the Oscars this year, mm -hmm. I was there's ETs right there. <laughs> Um, or it could also be the one that um, actually the Stan Winston studio did for 1999 commercial, I believe. Oh. It could also be that one. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's one that Spielberg I, had for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know they used uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was one from Universal from the ride, because I know they've um, they've used some of those before. I know they did like a progressive insurance commercial in the 90s and they used uh, mm -hmm. some of the animatronics from the ride did, did your dad work on uh any of the animatronics for the ride or is that that's probably it's whole a whole nother thing right no 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 that's a whole another that's totally something else yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling I didn't know if maybe they uh were like help us please we <laughs> don't know how to do this no 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 not that <laughs> I recall <laughs> um um what was your your father's relationship kind of like with E.T. after like after the fact, because I know like it was such a huge hit. Was he kind of uh, more sentimental towards that, uh, towards E.T. more than maybe some of some of the other films he worked on? Um, well, actually, my father was very um, well, the, I think E.T. is his most famous creature, of course. So I think he has a um, a more. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, he preferred E.T. I think every movie for him was a challenge and in every movie he, he put his soul. So um, E.T. was a very simple movie. The, the script was, was very simple. It, you know, it seemed a, a story for families. Nobody knew what success it would bring on. And after E.T., um, of course, um, it, it, was a, it was a worldwide hit. And the funny thing is that my father, when he spoke about E.T., he never said the puppet. He always uh, talked about E.T. as a mechanical actor. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the only thing that I noticed well before he would talk about creatures and puppets and then with E.T. all of a sudden he started talking about E.T. the mechanical actor. Wow that's a uh, that's pretty fun did uh did he even receive a script because I know they were kind of secretive with the script as well or was it more like hey this is what we need him to do can you no, make that he, my father my father read the script Nice. Um, actually, I remember the night that Spielberg called my father um, after the first day on set when they started filming the, 
the ET that my father had made. And he said, Carlo, he, it was very late at night. And I remember um, he said, Carlo, I have a big problem. We must meet tomorrow. Um, my father and Spielberg had already worked together on Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right. So um, I think due to that, um, you know, when Spielberg didn't like what the previous ET looked like, um, and made the decision to bring my father into the project um, was, was the fact that he had already seen the type of work that my father made. So um, he, my father read the script over and over because um, he needed to figure out all the actions that ET had to make. And if he hadn't read the script, you know, um, how, how, how would you yeah. make an ET that could do so many actions? Right. More it'd than be, one ET was made to cover all the actions. Right. Yeah. It'd be bad if uh, they didn't let him read it and get in there and you're like, oh, his neck is supposed exactly. to grow like two feet. Exactly. But you know, even the, even the title of the movie wasn't ET, the extraterrestrial. Right. During the shooting, it was a boy's life. Uh-huh. So even yeah. the title was kept very secretive. Yeah, that uh, I always use this as a little fun fact for people. I probably have said it before, but you know, in Gremlins that uh, Spielberg produced, you can see a boy's life is on like the theater marquee when they walk uh, walk by a movie theater. Uh -huh. <laughs> I always uh, <laughs> I always like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I would I would love to learn more about what you guys are up to now with the foundation because I know you told us about uh, restoring all of these ETs, and then I guess the plan is an exhibit in LA, but I know you guys do a lot with schools. You do a lot with, um, with the kids and with, um, uh, what, what is the, what are you guys working on now? And what's the like overall plan? Like, what can we, uh, expect? Well, my father died 10 years ago, right. In, um, 2012. So in 2014, we decided to open the foundation and we gave the foundation a mission. And the mission was to not only um, preserve all his, um, all his professional career, you know, all his movies, all his um, um, projects and, and his, 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 his props and stuff like that, but we wanted to spread the voice that if you believe in something and you have a passion, you can achieve whatever you want. So the mission was to, um, you know, new generations, children um, don't really know ET, right? Um, so our, our project takes ET into the schools and we actually movie as a tool to, um, for some, to express uh, social thematics like um, friendship, love, acceptance, um, no to bullying and things like that. And the movie is, is very clear. The children, even we, we start with six years old. Okay. We go into elementary schools and we show the movie and the kids pick up the message immediately. You know, they immediately become overprotective towards ET. And, um, and then we have a, a, a contest a drawing and every kid draws what mostly they liked about the movie. 
okay? And then um, we have workshops. We, we let children uh, use clay. Now, you know, even the little ones already have phones and, and iPads in their hands, yeah. and they don't do anything with their hands anymore. So the project is really to make kids use their hands to create something. And it's, it's going great. The, you know, we only, we not only promote the movie, of course, and ET, but we also, I think we do something, we do something wonderful for the parents that finally see their kids not being bored and just creating something, you know. So this is our project. And we also, we're also touring the, the world of Carlo Rambaldi exhibit yes. um, with, with emphasis this year because it's his 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, we were stopped by the pandemic. So now we are reprogramming all the events. So that uh, the exhibit like going uh, around the around the world, um, is that is that kind of every everything that you guys have, like every yes. animatronic, every exactly that's exactly. Great. It starts from you know, from his career in the 50s in Italy. Um, the movies that he did in Italy. And then from 1976, when he moved to Hollywood for King Kong, because his yeah. first movie in America was Dino De Laurentiis' King Kong. Right. Um, and then Alien, and then E.T. And then um, his last movie actually was a, a Japanese movie, Rex, Ooh, which wow. is funny because um, the story kind of resembles E.T., <laughs> it's a story of a little girl with a dinosaur. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it. If you don't, I suggest you see it. Because no, no, now I'm curious, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a 1994 movie. It's a Japanese movie. And the, and the name is Rex. And it, it, it resembles a lot the story of E.T. And that was his last animatronic movie. And then he moved back to Italy in 2003 and dedicated his uh, last 10 years to painting wow. and finally being a full-time grandfather. That's sweet. Did, um, so, so do you, you have kids then? Five, I have five wow. kids. Wow, <laughs> wow. And did, did they uh, grow up watching E.T. or were they? Uh... Of course, of course. <laughs> my, house, my house was, is full of ETs. We have every sort of um, <laughs> imagery, uh, prop, uh, designs. Uh, yeah. Did they, think, did they, uh, were they able to understand that? Like when they were young, like, oh, grandpa created this thing that we're looking um, at. Here. They actually, they actually, um, you know, when you grow up in a, in a place where ET is, seems like part of the family, you know, yeah. <laughs> you don't really realize what what it what it means to to the world. Uh, I think they started to get a grip of what it meant to have a grandfather like like they had around nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, they they just thought that ET was part of the family and. <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, do you do you guys still have uh, all of your father's Oscars as well? 
Yes, we do. That's awesome. And we we do bring them on. It. Um, they are very well preserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're very heavy. And so it's <laughs> funny when we travel with them, customs always stops us. They always open our luggage and they want to know, you know, if they were stolen, if they belong to us. Uh, every time it's the same old story. We need to go on Google and show them who Carlo Rambaldi was and the Oscars <laughs> belong to him and that we're the foundation and, and you know, traveling to exhibit, you know, the world of Carlo Rambaldi and of course the three Oscars. And it's funny because some of them even try to open them up from the from the bottom you know oh, maybe no. we're hiding something yeah hiding <laughs> contraband in an oscar mm -hmm. <laughs> and they they bring the dog smell them because probably think that we we have something in it but uh <laughs> so once we almost lost our plane because custom was really picky about it oh my gosh that's crazy <laughs> i never uh never yeah. thought about how difficult it'd be to travel with an oscar <laughs> Right, that, exactly. That's great that you guys have them, though. That's because uh, I hear so many where um, my uh, my stepdad's aunt, uh, this is like a weird uh, connection, but uh, his aunt was Verna Fields, who uh, edited Jaws. So she also worked on a Spielberg, just somehow missed uh, E.T., like <laughs> edited a lot of Spielberg films and missed that one, won an Oscar for editing Jaws. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, where's her Oscar? And he's like, I, I don't know who has it. Maybe her kids. I'm like, oh my I, God. I hope they have it. I hope no one sold it off somewhere. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So he, he grew up like, uh, I, I think he may have even met Spielberg as a kid, but he was so just like not interested in movies and stuff. And I'm like, you lived my dream, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I missed out. <laughs> that's a, uh, no, that's fantastic though. Um, I, I'm sure you guys haven't planned where all you're going to travel with the exhibit, but I know uh, the Center for Puppetry Arts here in Atlanta would be a, a prime place for that, I think. Okay, give them our contact and we'll get in touch. I, uh, I definitely will, because, uh, yeah, that's a great place. And they, they have a great Jim Henson exhibit, but they always have new things in there. And that would be, man, I can't even imagine. That's uh, great. That we would love to bring it out to Atlanta. <laughs> That would be phenomenal, but I'm I'm excited to uh, follow the progress of uh, you guys restoring these uh, ETs back to their uh, former glory and uh, yes, yes, see them on display. That'll be uh, that'll be exciting. Um, and I'll let you uh, say uh, where can everybody find you guys and uh, follow along with everything. Well, we are on social media, um, mm -hmm. and we have our. Um, our Carlo Rambaldi Foundation site, which is, it's in Italian. So it's www.fondazioneculturalecarlorambaldi.it. But on Instagram, on Facebook, and um, we're trying to, to expand. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've, it was good to hear you say that out loud because I always, uh, I follow you guys on everything and I'm like, I, I don't know how to read some of the stuff I'm looking at, but I'm excited to see y'all. <laughs> it's yes, uh, yes. you guys got some great stuff on there. Um, great shirts too. I need to, I need to get me a shirt. <laughs> okay. Give me yeah. your address and I'll send it out to you. 
yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take you up on that. But uh, this has been great. And I'm uh, excited to uh, see what you guys do next. And um, might might have to have you back on to talk about it once you guys start uh, definitely going around town with everything. Yes, yes definitely. We can yeah. probably even do a live at an exhibit. I would love to do that. That would be give incredible. You a, give you a personal tour of the <laughs> tea exhibit. Yeah, I I uh I gotta get to LA, man. <laughs> That's uh where all the ETs are. <laughs> but uh thank you so much. Uh this was, you're welcome. This was great. And um your father was an incredible guy. <laughs> it was uh thank you really thank uh, you made me. made my childhood and uh, a lot of other people's too. Yes, definitely. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me. And yes, keep following us for all the new events that are gonna be coming up. Awesome. Well, look forward to that. Um, and thank okay. everybody for uh, watching. This has uh, been great and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank Ruby Mariscal for our amazing artwork and intro animation. And I want to thank Kitty Terry for letting me use her amazing song as our theme music. And I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. And until next time, I'll be right here.